Section twenty nine of Good Morning, Boys and Girls by Reverend Thomas J. Hostey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Don't forget, you're a union member. Good morning, boys and girls. We hear a great deal about unions these days. It hasn't always been that way, though. Why, when I was a youngster, and it wasn't around the time of the Revolutionary War, either, there was very little mention made of unions. I'm glad unions are spoken of so much nowadays, because that's what our Holy Father the Pope wants. Of course, I know that all of you understand what a union is, but I'll explain what it is anyway. A union is a group or a club of men and women doing the same kind of work, who join together to make a society. The purpose of that society is to protect the workers in that trade or in that type of work. The union helps its members to make a better living and to get better working conditions. It also helps members when they get sick, or when they get into trouble, or when they are out of work. Everyone in the union has to pay dues to take care of all the expenses which come from running the union. There are many, many kinds of unions. There are plumbers' unions, bricklayers' unions, painters' unions. I could give you the names of hundreds of them. Your dad probably belongs to a union. Ask him and he'll tell you. These unions have members from all over the country. Some unions have members from all over the world. Do you know what all this talk about unions has to do with you? Perhaps you suspect that I'm going to try to get you to join a union. Come to think of it, I'll bet that I wouldn't have very much trouble in getting members for a union which would not allow its members to do homework of any kind. Seriously, though, you're really not too young to join a union. As a matter of fact, and I'm sure that this will be a surprise to many of you, every one of you belongs to a union right now. I know what you're thinking now. You're wondering when you joined a union right? I thought so. Who can tell me when they joined a union? No, I don't mean the boy sodality or the girl sodality. I mean a much bigger and better union. I'll give you a hint about the answer. You didn't just walk in and join this union. You were carried by someone else the day that you were initiated into the union. I thought that would give it away. Yes, you became a member of a union the day you were christened or baptized. Your godfather and your godmother were the ones who made the union promises in your name, and the priest, in baptizing you, made you a member of the union. What do we call that union? See if you can tell me without any hints on my part. That's right. That union is known as the communion of saints. Every time you say the Apostles' Creed, you say, I believe, in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, and so on. As long as you say that you believe in the union or communion of saints, you ought to know what it means. And because you also belong to that union, you have a double reason for trying to understand the true idea of it. I think I'm safe in supposing that every one of you knows who the head of the communion of saints is, Jesus Christ. I wonder, though, how many of you know who the active members of this union are. Let me tell you very briefly. The active members of the communion of saints are divided into three groups. The first group consists of all the baptized people on this earth who are in the state of friendship with God. If you are baptized but have unforgiven mortal sins on your soul, you are an inactive or dead member. The only way that you can become an active member again is by having your serious sins forgiven. The second group is made up of all the souls who are in purgatory, and the third and last class includes all the souls who are in heaven. What dues do the different members of the union pay? Well, it depends upon which of the three classes of membership they are in. The active members here on earth pay their dues by obeying the laws of God, and by praying for the other members of the union. 
the inactive or bad members don't pay any dues, and so, after this life is over, they're going to get thrown out of the union forever. The souls in purgatory pay their dues to God by suffering. They haven't paid up all their dues yet, but they will some day. The souls in heaven don't have to pay any dues at all. They are paid up members. They are enjoying their pension now, and they will enjoy it forever. Their pension is perfect and unending happiness with Jesus Christ, the head of the union. People who belong to the same union should help each other. Here's how it works in the communion of saints. The members who are still on this earth pray for each other, and they also pray for the souls in purgatory, so that God will let them into heaven as soon as possible. The members on earth also honor the saints in heaven by praying to them, by asking their help, and by trying to imitate their lives. The souls in purgatory pray for their fellow members here on earth, like you and me, so that we're not forced to drop out of the union because of our sins. They ask their fellow members in heaven, the union headquarters, to help us with God's grace. The saints in heaven ask Christ, the head of the union, to have mercy on the poor souls in purgatory. They also beg him to give us all the breaks we need to be good union members. Boys and girls, the next time, and every time, you say the Apostles' Creed, and you come to that part where you say, I believe in the communion of saints, ask our Lord to help you always be a good member of his union. If you do, some day you'll be able to enjoy your pension with him forever. End of section 29